0: even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at Chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's Chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. What's going on, everybody? I am Bishop Kevin Foreman, the People's Bishop, Pastor of Harvest Church, and leader of the Harvest Leadership Network. This is January 2021 edition of the Harvest Leadership Network podcast. Let's go. Love people And you know we love life Well, listen, it's going to be an amazing, an amazing podcast uh, for this month. I want to make sure you've got our app. If you don't have the Harvest Church mobile app, you can get connected to it. Uh, There's music, messages, more, all of our podcasts, our prayer podcasts, our message podcasts, the leadership podcasts are all available for you. We want to speak life into your life. We want to help leaders go further, faster. So to do that, all you need to do is text the word HARVEST to 55498. When you do that, uh, you'll get a text that'll help you to get our app. Don't forget, if you want to be a part of the Harvest Leadership Network, at the time of this podcast, it is totally free to connect and join. What is the Harvest Leadership Network? We empower leaders to seize the region uh, in their uh, uh, various areas. And so we empower leaders uh, to seize the harvest and to change regions. That's what we're all about. And so to do that, we speak to leaders in arts and entertainment, business, education, family, government, media, and of course, church or spirituality. And so in that... If you're a leader in any of those areas, we'd love to connect with you so you can be connected with other like-minded individuals um, where you'll be sharpened, you'll be strengthened, you'll be empowered, and you will not be out there by yourself and alone. To do that, just shoot a text uh, with the word leadership to 55498. If you've been following us for a while, you know we've gone through a process of updating our text system. And so all you have to do is text leadership to 55498. And lastly, before we get into today's talk. I want to make sure that if you want to do a one-on-one session, I have people that are brand new startups, brand new startup businesses, startup churches, to well-established senior executives, multimillionaires. I mean, it's it's the it runs from one end to the other end of people who like to do one-on-one sessions with me to help coach them through. Think about it. Michael Jordan had a coach. Tiger Woods had a coach. Uh, You name any person that was successful in any uh, sports or athletic competition, they had coaches. The same is true in whatever field you're in. If it's business, if it's ministry, whatever field you're in. Sometimes you need one-on-one coaching to help navigate you through. And to do that, all you have to do is get our app and you can sign up for a one-on-one session. It's available through our app. It's available also through our website. One more thing, actually, before we get into today's talk. Uh, If you got a testimony, I love hearing how your lives are being blessed and impacted by all of the things that Harvest provides, but specifically by this leadership podcast. And so if this is blessing you, I need you to say something. So leave us a five-star review uh, there on whatever podcast platform that you receive this on, as well as send us a testimony. How do you do that? It's right there through our app, as well as our website. Here it is. We're in a brand new year, and so our first podcast of this year is this, an elevating leader, an elevating leader. I want to jump in. Father, we thank you, and we bless you for this new year. We declare that our next 12 will be our best 12. We pray that these principles, God, um, they transcend time that we're going to learn today. Now, we don't just have to use them at the beginning of a year, but we can use them all day, every day, any day to become better leaders. That's my assignment to pour into individuals so that they can be everything you've ordained for them to be, and for that we give you glory and say thank you in Jesus' name. Come on, everybody, say it, Amen. So, listen, guys. Um, in that, I want to give you, I want to give you something um, that I think is really powerful. I want to give you this definition. It is the definition of elevate. It's the definition of elevate. The definition of elevate. Um, to be a leader, you are there to elevate whatever it is. Um, that you are leading. And at the beginning of a year, it's the best time to take actions to begin bringing elevation to what you're doing. Um, let's define the word. It means to raise or lift something to a higher position. As a leader, whatever you are leading, you want to raise it or lift it to a higher position. If you can't take it higher, then we've got an issue. Number two, it means to raise to a more important or impressive level. Number three, to increase the level or amount of. As a leader, you should see increase under your leadership. And then finally, it means to raise the axis of, um, and specifically here deals with a piece of artillery, but it means to raise the axis of a piece of artillery to increase its range, to increase its range. In other words, it, it can reach more. Its range is greater. And you cannot um, elevate what you cannot first locate. So here's a question to ask yourself at the beginning of the year for whatever you're leading. Where are you really? And really start with these questions for yourself. Um, Many times it's easy to put all of our energy on what we're leading and not put the energy on ourselves. The better the leader, the better you are as an individual, the better you will be as a leader. So where are you really? Can I be honest? It's difficult to help people who don't think they need it because of their overestimation of themselves or their current location. Conversely, it's difficult to help people that think so low of themselves that they are comfortable to their own chagrin. Perception is reality. So one of the things we're going to pray for in this leadership podcast now is that God would help you accurately locate where you are in every area of your life. You ready? Let's go. Father, in Jesus name, help us accurately locate where we are at in every areas of our every area Lord of our lives. Let we start with ourselves then we expand to what we lead because the better we are as individuals, the better we are as leaders. In Jesus name we pray. Come on everybody, say amen. Now listen, as we keep moving in this um we often make the mistake of misidentifying our location which produces the wrong action see if you think if you're trying to get to 15th street and let's just say you're going in chronological order and you think you're on first street but really you're on 31st street you don't realize that you've already passed your de- your destination so if i was on first street trying to get to 15 I know I need to go forward. If I'm on 31st, I actually need to reverse. I need to turn and go the other direction. And so uh, at the end of the day, it's so important that you know where you are at because if you don't know where you are at, uh, you're gonna make a plan, you're gonna have actions that I'm going to help you to get to where you're going because you don't accurately know uh, where you are at. All right. So in that, here it is. Let me give you the point. Point number one: to elevate, don't mislocate. I'm going to say it again: to elevate, don't mislocate. All right. And let me give you a scripture that I think speaks to this. Jesus says in John 12:32, "And if I am lifted up, or if I am elevated, all right." From the earth, I will draw all people unto myself. Now, literally, that scripture, Jesus was signifying that he was going to die uh, on the cross. He was going to be lifted up uh, on the cross. They were going to have to erect the cross. They were going to have to stand it up. And on that heel, everybody in the city could see because they wanted to make an example out of who they were crucifying to say, don't do what these people did. And of course, you're familiar with the story. Jesus is in the middle, there are two thieves that are on the other side on either side rather. And as he is lifted up, the Bible says that he's going to actually draw all men to himself. But there's a principle there. Jesus was saying, when I am elevated, I will draw. In other words, my elevation is going to create progression in whatever it is that I'm doing. And So there's a principle there. So number one, again, to elevate, don't mislocate. Here's number two. To elevate, you need an eight, A-T-E. To elevate, you need an eight, A-T-E. Um this is really a play on words, um, if you will, um, because um, eight in linguis- in linguistics, eight, A-T-E, it's a suffix um, that is used for nouns, verbs, and adjectives. Um, and a verb means action. So the word elevate involves action. So first I need to locate where I'm at. But all of this involves action. It involves action. It involves action. Um, Let me give you some examples if we were to look at the life of Jesus. In Philippians chapter 2, verse 8, New Living Translation, it says this. He humbled himself in obedience to God and died a criminal's death on a cross. Humble, that's an action. Therefore, God elevated him to the highest place of honor or to the place of highest honor and gave him the name above all names verse 10, that at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow in heaven and on the earth and under the earth, which means initially what looked like a bad moment was really his moment of elevation, which became our salvation. He was elevated because he endured, suffered, and got back up. And as a leader, you're going to go through moments where you are going to have to endure You're going to have to suffer. You're going to have to get back up. If you're sitting back waiting on God, I'm ready to tell you God is waiting on you. You know, our theme at Harvest All of 2021 is this. Here it is. Write it down. Do a screenshot. Here it is. Set it off. And that means to take action. One thing can change everything. And that's what's going to happen for you this year. Um, You don't always win just because you showed up. You win because you lasted. Talk is cheap and action speaks. And elevation requires action on your part. Let's remember, again, what elevation is. To elevate, it means to raise or lift something up. I pray that whatever you lead, it be lifted up this year. It means to raise to a more important or impressive level. I pray that whatever you lead is raised to a more impressive level. Uh, or important level. Number three, to increase the amount of, I pray that whatever you lead, it increases this year. And finally, to raise the axis of something up and a piece of artillery to increase its range. I pray your range and who you reach increases this year. That's going to take some action on your part. The Bible is full of people that saw elevation in their lives after they took actions. The Bible is a book, listen to me, it is not about a book of destiny. It's not. Destiny implies destination. And destination would imply that once you get to a certain place, you're done. You're not. The Bible teaches us that God goes from faith to faith, from glory to glory, from level to level, which means we are never, ever done. We are always works in progress. We are always doing more. To the moment you don't have any more progress to make, that is the moment that there really is no more requirement for your pulse. Since you've got a pulse, God still has a plan. I need you to type that if you're watching the video podcast. I need you to say that if you're listening to the audio. Say, I have a pulse, so God has a plan. Come on, say it with me, guys. I have a pulse, so God has a plan. Here's some examples of action. Walk on water, okay? All right, we see the miracle. We see the elevation. We see the elevate, but what do you have to do? You have to get out of the boat and walk. That's Peter. Two fish and five loaves of bread feed thousands of people. Guess what had to happen? Here was the action. Give Jesus the the, the little boy's lunchbox if I just touch the hem of his garment, I know that I'll be made whole. Here's the action. I have to press through a crowd. Um, uh, The the scripture teaches uh, that a shepherd uh, uh, would be made king. That's David. Well, he's got to show up to king's practice. What is king's practice? The Bible says that David fought a lion. He fought a bear and then eventually he fought a giant. He goes from being a shepherd to a king because of action. They just don't happen. If you're frustrated, I want to help you leader. It might be your fault. You need an eight, A-T-E. You need to take some action. Um, And it doesn't mean drastic action. Sometimes small course corrections can make a very big difference. I like watching shows about uh, air disasters, believe it or not. And some people might think, Bishop, why in the world do you like watching shows about air disasters? That seems kind of kind of different. I like it because there's a lot of leadership lessons. I discovered from watching that number one, most times when there is a plane crash or a plane accident, most times it's because of pilot error under pressure. Whoa! Stop right there. Most times it's not because of mechanical failure. Normally, the equipment's working just as it was designed to work. It's normally because of pilot error when under pressure, which is a principle for every leader. Make sure you're always praying for your pilots right? <laughs> when you're flying. Pray for your pilots. That's important. Um, but then secondly, there's a leadership lesson that most often if you're not elevating, if you're not elevating, And seeing things increase and grow under your leadership, it normally means that there's some type of pilot error, you, error, under pressure. And leaders have got to learn how to live under pressure and still make the right action. That's literally the seat that you signed up for. Um, Let me give you this third point. To elevate, accelerate. So again, let's just recap our points. To elevate, don't mislocate. Where are you really? Number two, to elevate, you need an eight, A-T-E. You need to take some action. And not to be drastic, it just needs to be action. It's moving in the direction that you say you want to go. All right, and then here's point number three. Point number three, to elevate, accelerate. To accelerate means to cause something to move faster, to quicken the motion of, to add to the speed of, to quicken the natural or ordinary progression or process of, to hasten as the occurrence of an event. Listen to this, Luke 22, 44. And being in agony, he prayed more earnestly. Then his sweat became like great drops of blood falling down to the ground. Verse 45, when his disciples rose up from prayer and had come to his disciples, and he had come to his disciples, he found them sleeping from sorrow. Then he said to them, why do you sleep? Rise up and pray, lest you enter into temptation. Now, don't sleep on this because of your sorrow, essentially what Jesus was saying. Don't sleep on this because of your sorrow. Drop your sorrow, drop your fear. Eagles can't fly. You're an eagle. Eagles can't fly with chickens hanging on them. To accelerate, you're going to have to drop dead weight. Um, that's, that's an idiom. Uh, it's an idiomatic statement uh, when you say drop dead weight. It means to drop that which is useless or an excess or something that slows you down. Not only does elevation require action on your part, it requires you to accelerate, got it? Um, and, and this is so important because you can't accelerate if you have dead weight. What dead weight do you need to cut from your life? It's not producing anything. Um, what eating habits do you need to cut from your life because they're not producing anything? Uh, what what actions do you need to change? Um for what you're leading because they're not producing anything. Like, why are you keeping it alive if it's not producing something? Especially church leaders. Church leaders are notorious for doing things that are dead, but they're tradition. They're things that it's just the way we've done it. But the way you've done it does not have to be the way you do it. All right. Unless, of course, there's a biblical reason or a biblical mandate. Other than that, if it's dead weight, you need to drop it so you can accelerate. You can't go far fast if you got dead weight on you, all right, Father, show us and every leader right now what dead weight needs to drop so we can accelerate. We're gonna re- we're gonna release dead weight so this year we can accelerate in Jesus' name. Can I give you? Can I give you another point? Number four: to elevate, don't relegate. Don't relegate. Um, as a pastor, I have the opportunity to watch people go through the elevation process, but I notice how. Uh, some people can take actions that cause them to relegate instead of elevate, to relegate instead of elevate, to relegate instead of elevate. What does that mean? It means to dismiss yourself or to consign yourself to an inferior rank or position. It means to downgrade, okay? And for you to elevate this year, you cannot You cannot downgrade. Um, Luke 22, 41, listen to this. And he was withdrawn from them about a stone's throw, and he knelt down and prayed, saying, Father, if it is your will, take this cup away from me. Listen to this word right here. This is your word this year. Nevertheless, not my will, but yours be done. Then an angel appeared to him from heaven and strengthened him. He could have taken a lesser position. He could have relegated and said, you know what? I don't want to go through the pain. I don't want to go through the pressure of this. You know, maybe not today. Let me try it next month. I need some time to get prepared and some time to get emotionally ready. And you're going to be a leader. You have to stay ready so you don't have to get ready. If you spend your life getting ready, you're going to be a leader that's always a day late and a dollar short. And I pray that's not the type of leader that you would be. How do you make sure you don't relegate? Nevertheless, don't take the lesser. Always go for the greater don't take the lesser. Don't. Sometimes the easy road is the wrong road. Um, sometimes the road with no confrontation is the wrong road. Sometimes as a leader, you're going to have to have tough conversations. You're going to have to make tough decisions. You're going to have to, people who you really love and care about who are not performing, you're going to have to get them out of the seats they're in. This is just what comes with the seat. Don't relegate. And let me give you a final point, right? Because you're the elevating leader. Um, to elevate... I want to, uh, to give you this. Ready? Uh, to elevate. Ooh, I like this. You ready for this one? Vociferate. To elevate vociferate. That's our fifth point today. And that's the final one I'll leave you with. That means to cry out, to exclaim, to clamor with a loud voice, to shout out. Um, listen to this. Luke 23 and 45. Then the sun was darkened and the veil of the temple was torn in two. And when Jesus had cried out with a loud voice, he said, Father, into your hands, I commit my spirit. Having said this, he breathed his last. But listen, when it says he cried out with a loud voice, that literally means to vociferate, vociferate. Remember, ate, action, A-T-E, is that suffix in linguistics that means to take action as a verb. Words are spirits. Um, That's why you can change atmospheres with words uh, because they're releasing the spirit. Have you walked around somewhere and they, you know, what? Well, maybe you were mad or angry, and they released something nice to you, something kind to you, and all of a sudden, it took you from a place of anger to where you begin to bring it down a little bit. Words are spirits; um, they create atmospheres, and so essentially, a shout is simply a loud word. And I want to encourage you as a leader: you're going to have to make sure that you vociferate this year about yourself and what you lead. What does that mean? You're going to have to speak louder than your challenges, louder than your obstacles, louder than what frustrates you, louder than your nose, louder than difficult people that you're working with, louder than difficult personnel, louder uh, than situations that are frustrating you, louder than contract negotiation issues. You are going to have to vociferate so you can elevate you. Are an elevating leader. Did that bless you today, guys? Go back. Listen to it again. I know leaders stay busy, so I try to give you the points and the principles quickly. I want to give you scripture. I want to give you practical, and I want to give it to you quickly because I realize you got a lot that you're doing, and I want you to keep doing it. If you don't have anybody else in your corner rooting for you, Bishop Foreman is rooting for you, and I want to see you do well. I want our search on I'm an evolutionary. That was the, the latest book that I wrote. You can grab it on Amazon or our online store. Because I think that's the type of leader that you are. You're a leader that's evolving. Not revolution. Revolution means change, but it doesn't always mean change for the better. Evolution is always change for the better. Why? The caterpillar can never go back, or the butterfly, excuse me, can never go back to being the caterpillar. In other words, when you're an evolutionary leader, you never go back to being the type of person or type of leader you used to be. You only get better. Father, I thank you for this amazing leader. I speak life into their life. I speak strength into them. And I pray that they would take these simple five principles so that they would be able to elevate in 2021 and beyond because these principles work um, no matter what the time is. They're evergreen, as we say, which means they work all the time. In Jesus' name, amen. Love you guys. Listen, if the podcast blesses you, again, share with somebody else leave a five star review on apple or whatever podcast you get your podcast platform you get your podcast from but i want to also encourage you to so bless what blesses you it's very simple leaders if if you're being blessed by this then i want you to bless it it's very 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 simple how do you do that you can use the cash app information is right there on the screen for those of you looking at the video podcast it's harvest church give or bishop foreman with the number 1 at the end of it you can mail it in Box 441004, Aurora, Colorado, 844. You can even go to our website, harvestchurch.church forward slash give. Or use PayPal, Venmo, Zelle. All of those different options exist for you. And for those of you who are connected to Harvest, you know about text to give, which happens to be my favorite way to give. I'm a believer in blessing the things that bless me. You cannot expect to receive a harvest from a seed you've not sown. So be a blessing. You say, Bishop, what does that look like? Maybe it's 50, maybe it's 100, maybe it's 1,000, 10,000. You sow um, uh, based on how this podcast is a blessing to you. But just know, I want to see you win. Shalom to you. And listen, let's empower leaders to change regions to seize the harvest. Let's go. In 2021, what are you doing? Setting it off. Set it off. Let's go. Yeah, we love God. love God, and we love people, love and you know we love life, love life. Love life.